0: One, and we are recording episode eight fifty nine. I think Wednesday, July thirteenth, twenty twenty two at two twenty one p. Almost twenty twenty two, two twenty two. Wednesday, July thirteenth, twenty twenty two at two twenty one p.m. Eastern Correct. with Peter Meslanka, and as I often do, i end up chatting with whenever it's a first time guest. I ended up chatting with them and next thing I know we've been talking for 15 minutes and I'm like, fuck, we should have started recording because we just had an awesome conversation. But, um, Hey man, please introduce yourself to everybody. And I guess to me.
1: Sure. So, um, so I, started, uh, catalyst foods, this, uh, this vlog. And, uh, I, uh, through a lot of self-experimentation, um, I had some skin issues, some digestive issues, IBS, irritable bowel, uh, Mm -hmm. bowel syndrome, and, uh, Initially, I was trying to find some, you know, some fixes. Uh, oftentimes, I like to try to uh, go to the root of the problem, not, not just, you know, I don't know, get prescriptions to fix my problems. Uh, and so uh, one friend actually suggested I watch Game Changers and I checked it out. You know, it's just like, it's kind of, it's basically vegan, vegetarian propaganda. Um, James Cameron backed it with funding. Uh, James Cameron? Yeah. Who also, who also, by the way, you know, he's trying to start like a pea protein uh, plant company or milk company. So a little, a little skeptical there. And and my buddy was telling me, he's like, dude, why are you watching that? Why don't you, uh, you know, go to the other side, check out the carnivore community. And so I found all these uh, testimonials from people fixing a lot of chronic ailments. um, And, and that kind of led me down this wild path um i started consuming liver and and some other organ meats uh and because i wasn't consuming any vegetables you know you got to get your micronutrients from something Mm -hmm. um and so i started cooking them raw um or eating them raw sometimes i cooked them and uh it's not, not super palatable so liver i ate it raw and then i cooked it um not that good tasting, to be honest. <laughs> Have you had it before? Anybody? No, I haven't. Okay. So uh, some homework. Uh, definitely try some uh, maybe after this episode or something. But right. uh, liver in, in particular, is, it's kind of like nature's multivitamin. Um, super nutrient-dense. Um, it's been consumed by a lot of primitive cultures around the world. Uh, and so I started, once I... I could not eat it cooked at all. Uh, it just didn't do it for me. So then I looked into taking it freeze dried, like like in liver capsules.
0: Yeah, like powdered or something.
1: Yeah, powdered exactly. And um, good stuff. Um, you know, before I actually was taking it, I did some blood tests uh, through Spectra, Spectra Cell, this company in Texas, and I saw my my um, nutrient markers went up. About three years later, I took a test again a few months ago, and so yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been kind of rambling a little bit, but no, no,
0: no dude, uh, this podcast is for rambling.
1: I love ram. Okay, good. It's so another older. part of it, there's
0: no agenda, there's no uh, schedule, there's no
1: talking points. You fucking take it. Awesome. So, so yeah, so I've been kind of on this health path, you know, fix my my ailments, um, and. Uh, I used to have really bad seborrheic dermatitis where my face would be, it, it looked like a freaking snowman. Yeah. Um, I had really ashy skin. Uh, and, and I, a lot of people from having it now, you can just see that a lot of people have this walking around. Uh, I was at a work meeting the other day and the lady that I was, I was meeting with uh, definitely could tell she had it. Um, what so is it? it's seborrheic dermatitis. So it's a form of eczema. Uh, it's a skin condition. And, uh, it's essentially, it's like reddening, uh, also like me. a little bit, I, I think it's probably you got some Irish heritage, right? Uh, yeah. I'm also just, probably, I'm also just snow white. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, so yeah, so, and that kind of led me down this path. And then, um, so I've been eating the carnivore diet now, uh, for about a year and a half or so. Um, and have you heard of it before?
0: I have somewhat. Can you explain it to me?
1: Sure. So the carnivore diet is, um, it's pretty much, I like to say it's the ultimate elimination diet. Um, there's various forms of it, but the most strict version is where you literally all you're eating is meat, um, and dairy. That's it. Uh, some don't even and do dairy because some people have complications from it. Still. Um, I do a little bit less strict version where I still have some fruit too. Um, honey for example and berries like strawberries cherries uh it's what i feel the best on mm-hmm. um so yeah
0: and so is that now just from my limited mindset isn't that kind of like the opposite spe- end of the spectrum of and again from someone that knows next to nothing about this like the critique of like veganism or vegetarianism it's is a total like,
1: opposite. it's um. like you're not
0: getting well no but but like the i mean obviously in that sense it's the literal opposite but i mean in the sense of like the meta critique of one is that you know you you always say like oh they're weaker they're not getting all the nutrients they need could you i mean devil's advocate could you say only going meat would also does it not have some drawbacks that's a
1: great question i have um so so that's what's interesting you know when i initially started this i was I couldn't believe it when my friend told me about it. Um, It was hard to think that all people did was literally just ate meat and survived. Um, But actually you can get all of the, all the body's necessary nutrients from animal foods. Um, You can't, you can't say that though, for, for people that are vegetarian or vegan Um, you know, like a big one is is vitamin B12, for example. Um, You cannot find that in, um, in plant foods. Uh, And and there's actually some interesting studies. Uh, You know, I think we go in cycles a lot of times. So, I mean, vegetarian has been popular in the past. It's not like it's anything new. Um, Going back to the 1920s or 1930s, there was a, this guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, I think it was Stefanson, this uh, Canadian Swedish man who actually lived with uh, he did some some an, uh, anthropology studies. He lived with the, the Eskimos up in northern Canada, and he found that uh, for about five years he lived with them. All they were consuming was animal foods. That's a no carbs period, you know, up there um, in the ice there. They were eating a lot of seal, um, a lot of fish. And he said that it was the best he ever felt. Um, and for five years, he had you know, no dental cavities or anything, no ailments. The people there were really strong and hearty and healthy. And when he came back, people didn't believe him. Uh, so he actually lived in New York City with another gentleman for about a year where they tried to recreate this diet. Um, and, and they proved that it, it worked.
0: Do you think that there are so like what kind of what kind of a society was it?
1: So he lived with Eskimos. Yeah. So it was primitive, primitive culture. They had no exposure to, you know, modern foods at the time.
0: If you, and if you, if, sorry, my head's at If you can't tell, I always, I just always play devil's advocate. So even if I agree yeah, with I what, what you're your saying, questions. I'm just going to jump to the other side just for, because if we're just on the same side agreeing with each other, what's the point of the podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, so could you argue that it, it fit for that society, that sort of more rugged directly interfacing with nature? Does that necess- and from the body, you know, okay, it's strong, good, you know, muscle synthesis, no cavities, all right, good, rugged. The machine's ready to go out there and you know, fuck up some seals. Yeah. Does that necessarily translate over to your in Boston going to Harvard researching jet engines? Like, do they know if it has the same like cognitive effect? Like, does it transfer over into modern day? Whereas if you are just outside surviving like uh, you know on alaska or something sure it's fine but to separate you know it's not just that cities are different there's often like a, a cognitive academic you know i'm like i'm friends with delta force guys who could rip my fit who are, could rip my dick off and kill me with it right i'm also friends with like neurosurgeons the latter yeah. cannot kill me with my dick but the Delta Force guys absolutely could not like delicately take like a blade and like operate on a tumor. You know what I mean? So like does it completely translate to like, I don't know, like mental rigor? I guess I'm trying to.
1: Oh, so like if you're, I would argue, yes. I mean, because you're, you know, for all these, so um, I mean, you know, whether you're studying like in the library or something and taking a test versus having to build a hut i mean i think it, you're still using your brain sure um you know and a lot of so another interesting study in the 30s what happened was sky weston a price he was a a dentist and he went over he studied like i don't know maybe 16 different cultures from all over the world living with these primitive cultures that didn't have any exposure to, to modern society and they they were all all of them were the uh, from a health point they were all flourishing um I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. Maybe, you know, in terms of maybe development and, you know, technology advancement, that's a good point. Actually. I didn't think of that. Um, you know, cause a lot of these places, they're just very primitive that, that were studied for this kind of diet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think nowadays there is a lot of, of, of people that have done this diet. Um, so a lot of anecdotal evidence, uh, From people all over the country i mean there's there's a a website just dedicated specifically to testimonials um it's called carnivore.diet that's it and you'll you'll find it online um and then even just personal experience i mean a lot of this is you know i'm not a doctor um i don't know the science the best but uh from personal experience when i started this diet there was you know i did it for skin issues digestive issues um I have a lot of people experience this that do the keto diet where that's, that's eating, you still eat plants, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a high fat diet where your, your energy level, your energy's um, running on ketones mm-hmm. um, instead of carbohydrates. And um, I mean, my, I feel like the, the clearest I've ever think, uh, been able to think in my life. I don't have brain fog in the afternoon. Um, there hasn't been, if I've only gotten stronger through this diet. Yeah cognitively
0: do you think is it do you think it's possible that the the human body is just like is like just such an og survival machine you know from like from like the yeah like the <laughs> siberian steppes to like the saharan desert do you think like this just genetic i mean again look, look at me i'm i'm bright white you know lebron or lebron james and i surprisingly don't look the same but the human body is wildly adaptive through all across millennia. I'm wondering again this is just me thinking aloud because I'm certainly not a, a geneticist or, or a nutritionist. I want can the body will it adapt and thrive on on any just about anything? And then to to jump from that, I wonder if you could say when there's only like you know like your body doesn't know it's 2022 your body doesn't know that like there is food it still holds on you know it's the bane of my existence but like my body is like you need nabs you need some pudge in case there's a in case there's a a drought and i'm like there's no drought give me abs and it's like no buddy we're saving your life no you're not in that way the human body doesn't know it's it's and so what it does is it holds on to everything i'm almost wondering if you get to a point where your diet is like hyper-focused onto one thing, be it meat or be it, let's just broadly say like, you know, high fat or purely like plant-based. I wonder if your body is just, I wonder if there's some genes being activated that are like, uh uh-oh, shit's hit the fan We're somewhere where there's only fish. Like something's happened, the normal shit's not going. Does the body just zone in on that? Not that you have the answer to any of this. Not that anybody does. That's a
1: good question. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on what you eat. I think I think you know if if you're there's just been so many examples of like primitive cultures where you know they eat only this this food and they're fine. Um, and and across the board, uh, I, I think as long as you're you're hitting you know certain markers. Um, like a lot of these cultures would eat organ meats, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're the new, most nutrient dense food in the world. Um, and you're okay. Um, I think through a lot of, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm following the question totally.
0: It's no, trust me. And I was, as I, as I said, rambling, I was making it up as I go, which is why I'm always like, hear me out. I'm, 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 I'm feeling it out as I'm asking you, it's like. when you focus on like one thing and one thing only does like there, there are like, there are stories of like guys, like, you know, trapped on on like a raft for like, you know, a hundred days or right in the Pacific during like the world war two or something. Yeah. yeah. And they talk about how they got sick of eating fish and then they started to enjoy it again. And then they started to crave it like a maniacal craving and every part of it too. They're eating the eyes. They were just, Uh and we now know we're like, Oh, well, normally you wouldn't eat the eyes you'd go oh let's let's flay the fish and eat it because there's some nice lean protein in there but after a while your body is like shit's hit the fan apparently because it you know it doesn't know you're in a raft or what world war ii is it just goes i'm only getting this one thing we better start making use of all of it and so it start they they said like they craved the eyes and like they craved all the organs and what we now know is like they were getting different nutrients and macronutrients and vitamins and phytochemicals that they weren't getting from just living in, you know, 1940s America or whatever. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, is like, it's almost like a form of Stockholm syndrome. I wonder if, if the mind, if the body, it doesn't matter what kind of diet it is. If you just wall off everything else, does the body just go, this is what we need we're going to use all of it and we're going to use it efficiently and you're going to fucking love it.
1: I think that's, that's what probably would happen. Um, because well, as long as all the nutrients are there. Yeah. So if, you know, if you're, if you're uh, somehow stranded and all that you have to eat is kale and broccoli, yeah, I think fucked. you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. No, uh, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I think, I think that often happens. I mean, I'm, I'm even just thinking about like back in the day as a kid, when I would do like backtrack packing trips and like boy scouts you know you only got a certain amount of food um you you doesn't like you grow to love it um even if it's just like yeah uh the same shit every day right yeah
0: oh no uh, yeah and you're
1: like i get what you mean now yeah you're your your body I, I think you just adapt and your body tells you like look look brother like this is all we got this is all we get. So, so we might
0: as well enjoy it
1: yeah you know we gotta we gotta make do with it um you know, and and you look at it in a different way, you know, like you look at it as uh as fuel.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like you're in jail and you have one yeah. porno mag with one picture. <laughs> hey man, you're gonna get sick of it <laughs> and then you're gonna come to praise it. You're gonna be like, This is you want nothing other than it, right? It
1: yeah, it's really, it's really an yeah, option. Yeah. yeah. So um,
0: yeah, I wonder yeah. but then I wonder, like, but because there clearly are benefits from it, right? So it's not as simple as like the mind making you want it. I almost wonder if it's like if you if like your metabolic and this is you and I speaking way out of turn we need a we need a PhD we're we're, we're both just wading into bro science there's some PhD it's like these two fucking morons but like I wonder if like that utilization of everything because like they know they know that there's like two ways to extend like the lifespan like unequivocally right. And it's not extra. It's not like the two ways in which it's like repeatedly shown that like mice and tapeworms live longer is, uh, or I think the one way is through just restricted caloric intake because it sets off all these, uh, it sets off all these metabolic po- pathways. And then I, th- I think one of them is the SIRT, one, SIRT gene, S1RT gene, which is activated by resveratrol, which is found in red wine, which is why that's like an anti-aging supplement. Mm-hmm. There are pathways that set off, again, when your ancestors live in Ireland for a million years, they go, Hey, it doesn't matter. There's no sun. We don't need any pigment. Fuck it. Just be translucent. Right. (laughs) Versus like you're in the Congo and it's like the surface of the sun. They're like, yo, we need a shield. All right. So after a while, your body does, it doesn't just start to say, Hey, you like this. It physically changes. I mean, like like, I'm yeah, pigment changing. Yeah. So is that also happening inside? When larger bodies? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, for more, for more air. And yeah. yeah.
0: So when shit's fucked, it's not only, hey, you're going to love this fish and you're going to eat the spine and you're going to chew open the marrow. Could there also be metabolic processes that are going, everything's fucked. We need to just go into survival mode. And then that's where the benefits come from. Because all the benefits of like using caloric restriction with like mice and rats is. After a while of, like, fatigue, they live longer, like, they live, like, 10% longer lives. They're, they're, I mean, you can't talk to them. I wonder if they have, like, don't have, like, brain fog. So is it so much what kind of diet, uh, like, all-out diet, carnivore, keto, or just plant-based? I wonder if the body itself goes, as long as you're getting all the nutrients, goes, shit's fucked, and it starts activating these sort of dormant, uh, emergency metabolic pathways, and that's how they live longer. I have no idea. I mean, there could be someone watching this right now going, "This is the dumbest guy I've ever heard." I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking a lot. It's, is it just? I've never
1: a, thought of that. I think that's a great question. Yeah, I.
0: Like, uh, d- does it just like? Like, we have tons of nuclear bunkers. They started under uh, FDR. There's a great book on it called Raven Rock. I've showed that book 10,000 times. Garrett Graff honestly probably owes me a bit of money because I've showed that book so many times. But there are certain things that set off uh, COGCON. DEFCON, is, DEFCON 5 is peace. DEFCON 1, defense condition, is thermonuclear war. I think we got down to, like, DEFCON 3 or 2 during the Cuban Missile Crisis. I think for a moment we got down to 2 after 9-11. And then there's also directly correlators called COGCON. It's continuity of government. Five would be total peace. One would be thermonuclear war. Things go into action. We keep these bunkers, they exist. Like COGCON five, the bunkers are on, you got your skeleton crew going in there, they're checking the generators, they're you know, jet bathrooms work, MREs are up to date, cool, got it, Gucci. It gets a little heated, you know, maybe right now, Russia's moving in Ukraine. They move a level to you, not just the skeleton crew. You also bring in, I don't know, maybe some extra analysts start doing a little bit of work here. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have things where it dials up even more and you start fully populating them like Norad and Cheyenne Mountain or uh, uh, Raven Rock, uh, which is the alternate Pentagon. They start spooling up more. And then in January 2020, when COVID, I guess, well, first got COVID first got to the United States on December 12th, 2019, the day I started this podcast, that's good luck. But in 2020, January 2020, in NORAD, they actually, for the first time in decades, closed the, the nuclear blast doors because they didn't know what it was. We're like, we don't know what this thing is. Is this a bioweapon? Is it just a cold? Whatever. Things slowly went on alert. We actually slowly started. And this is even before the George Floyd riots. And this is from the generals have no close by Will Arkin. We actually started slowly moving national guard units around the United States, just in case shit got wild. And so now let's say we're looking at earth as like a Petri dish, like a big cell, right? And the cell always lives longer when the, when the bulkhead doors are closed and the military is out and we're going, it seems that viruses make it live longer. But the reality is, is it could be planes hitting the World Trade Center. It could be the Russians putting nukes in Cuba. It could be a virus. It could be a UFO. There are certain threats.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have no the, idea, but yeah. we're just, we're going to change. I mean, that reminds me of like, even like, bio, like um, you know, if, if you're, if you're freezing or whatever, you're outside. Yeah. 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 How basal proteins, yeah. 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 Like your blood is all all going into the middle to yes. preserve your necessary organs. Yeah.
0: and like our body says that survival but in an, in a time of abundance we are trying to hack it because we're these egocentric monkeys we're like hey how do i get it to live long how do i do it so i can live longer right yeah. so an alien race would go oh it seems whenever there's an existential threat something's off the bulkhead doors close the satellites are turned on even more they're pulling up the national guard and it's getting ready to survive anything and then you could, let's and now let's treat it like it's our own body. Well, what if you just artificially stimulate it? Only feed yourself fish. Your body thinks you're on that raft in the middle of the Pacific. Only feed yourself seals. Your body is like, fuck, we're in we're Eskimos. Only feed yourself fucking plants. Your body is like, fuck, we're in San Francisco, right? It's just veganism through and through.
1: <laughs> could, it be yeah.
0: could it be something? like that? That's yeah, that's the, that's the that's We have the, no other
1: options. Like, we're, there's we're no other options. We're shit. fucked. We're in San Francisco.
0: Yeah. It's over. But I wonder if there's something like that. So it's it's perhaps not. And this might be all proven wrong by just anyone with like an MD would just be like you're you're retarded. But like, is it the threat that causes internal metabolic pathways to start going? lock the door, you know, put one in the chamber.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. Tell yeah, telling yourself basically get ready. Get um, ready. Let's, you know, this is what it's gonna be for the foreseeable future. Yeah. We have yeah, I I've, I've never thought of that. I think no me
0: neither. I just that's that a really up.
1: really cool idea. Yeah. But, I think so. I mean, you know, especially like um I I would say so. I mean your body is just incredible like the way we adapt and everything to you know heat cold right um i mean you've heard of that guy i'm guessing like wim Hoffman. yeah 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 you know how you you know you he keeps training himself and then he yeah. can go swim under ice and yeah it's uh, freeze. yeah yeah so Mad i man. i think so i think uh yeah i actually did a seminar to to uh his seminar in uh san oh, yeah Jose, actually by by san francisco up there yeah how was that it was it was wild. It was really it was a little culty, but um, yeah, really really cool nonetheless.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he uh, very unscripted, uh, yeah.
0: But you have to wonder is that is that almost kind of like the same thing we're talking about? Narrow something down, and the body goes oh shit, and all these old just these ancient metabolic pathways that are for when shit hits the fan. Is there an asteroid coming? Are the dinosaurs here? Is there about to be a global shift? Are the oceans rising? Is there some deep archaic from like the dawn of biological life? It's going burn less glucose, store more fat. You got to be more efficient with the neurons firing. I wonder if it just comes from like hyper limitization so maybe not even diet. It could just be the Wim Hof method. If your body's like, <laughs> fuck, we are living in the Arctic Ocean. Could you do the alternative? Could you go? Yeah, I mean,
1: he, he talks about like creating brown fat. Yeah, yeah, body, yeah. Which, that's some know, babies. Keeps, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, is there like an African Wim Hof? Is there a guy that's like, I'm sure there's some guy out there that has like extraordinary health benefits from like laying on top of a mound of sand in 120 degree weather, you <laughs> yeah, know, Maybe
1: extreme heat. Yeah.
0: Like maybe. And it's it's is it all the same thing? Is it just it's like that, you know, it's like that shitty Instagram inspirational quote. But you know, coal coal is just this disgusting, you know, crunchy, dirty material, but give it enough pressure and it turns into a diamond. But like mm-hmm. could it just be that pressure from eating just fish or seals being in the ocean are there just pressures that turn things great and cause it to survive and we would experience it as i'm just not foggy anymore right i don't have brain fog or i'm exercising yeah i mean
1: it reminds me of like you know it's like that quote uh like you know, great times make weak men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad yeah, times yeah. make strong men. I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same concept. You know, yeah. you got to put yourself for these, like David Goggins. Um, yeah. You know, the, hardest you, motherfucker alive. Yeah. You got to put yourself for these shitty situations, uh, you know, so you can. Probe. i steal your soul. But yeah, yeah
0: he, even he talks about that, like staying hard, despite the fact he's made tons of money off his book deals. Like, he's like, you have to stay in that survival mindset.
1: Yeah, I mean I think especially too, because it's like it's kind of activating adrenaline and little spurts, you know. Like I, I do cold showers from every now and yeah. then. I've done them. I started actually, I did it for a year at one point in like I think 2020, and like I started in February. Best time to do it in Northern Virginia. And um yeah, every freaking day. Yeah. I like it was a hundred percent cold. That was it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and an event your body adapts, and it only took me like maybe a week.
0: Oh yeah, I did it when uh, I was pre-med, I would do it every day after the gym before I started uh, studying. And I don't mean like uh kind of I mean like step in, close the curtain, and then crack it just squeal, maybe for a little it comes bit. on. <laughs> a
1: few times that happened, but yeah. Uh, you just And then it yeah, yeah. but
0: even, even even a minute in, you're like all
1: right, we're all fucked, right, like you, you said, kind of right. You, you're you're like, kind all right, of like we're fucked, you we get the worst adapt. parts. Soak and the hair, soak this. your
0: back, get your armpits, you know, get your dick, get all the parts that are going to make you jump. And then you're like, then you just kind of start shaving. You're like, well, I got to fucking you. And before you even know it, you're standing there just kind of thinking about whatever you got to do next. You're like, sure. I got go to that meeting today. You're just not thinking about the fact that you're just in a freezing cold. Shower.
1: Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And I stopped doing it because I just was too much of a pussy. I was like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I, I that's one thing I can't bring myself to get back to. But like. <laughs> Little th- I'm on the opposite end. They do the hot shower. I'm hoping that that, that activates something. Well, like, I <laughs> guess sauna is there, yeah. But I mean, I get you gotta, you gotta think. So, are the all these different dynamics? It's not just nutrient intake and variety of nutrient intake, it's not just temperature, like Wim Hof versus there's some African Wim Hof, it's not just exposure to photons, right? My white ass versus some guy from the Congo. Could it just be all dimensions of our life? software? Yes. Essentially. Yeah. So I, I wonder, I mean, and we know, right. The the pilots, not the the, the astronauts in the international space station, right. We know they suffer from uh, muscle atrophy and, and bone density going down because they're in microgravity. So they got to do like treadmills and they got to do like bow flex resistance training. I wonder if you threw them out to Mars or on the moon for 10 years, uh, are there some metabolic pathways that would like turn on because the body is like, for whatever reason, like, I don't know where the earth went. There's no gravity.
1: We got to figure something out. We though. got to
0: figure something out. Maybe the bones uh, get weaker. <laughs> Maybe they'd come back though. And there if, So and- if
1: they had the technology to like send somebody to the Mars, would you, yeah. would you sign up for that? I'm if so- you could be like the first person.
0: First person. Would, oh, would you I don't do know that. I don't know. And that is, I mean, that's
1: totally untested. Um they haven't even said a <laughs> ramp.
0: Wait, don't even know if I'm gonna survive. Like Elon, lawn- you have landing? no clue. <laughs> not right now. But in a little bit.
1: But Elon Musk go first, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, let he's not gonna go first, dude. He's gonna somebody else jump. <laughs> See if it works. It's I don't know. I've thought about that. I like kind of in like the depths of my depression, like 2016-17. Mm-hmm. I used to think I mean, this is when I was super overweight, like just fucking hated the world, didn't want to do anything anymore. Like I was in great shape in college, kind of got it back now. But like I remember and like the depths of my depression, ironically enough, being this just like fat neckbeard, I was like, I kind of want to join like special forces. And my logic was, is I don't give a shit. I kind of want to not I kind of I want to die. But I'm not going to kill myself because I can't put my family through that again. And I, one of the things I thought of was like, well, what if I can't get into Special Forces? And what a surprise. I doubt I could. But another thing I thought was like, fuck, I'd let them launch me on Mars. It'd be an exhilarating thing. Maybe you'd be maybe you'd go down more famous than Christopher Columbus and maybe that would spark a new love for life. Uh-huh. And if I was lucky, I would just burn up on reentry. Like, I was. that's how depressed I was. Things are going like pretty well right now. Like, I love the podcast. I get to do what I want. I wear slippers to work. I wake yeah. up at noon. I hit the gym. So, right now, I'm like, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But, but I don't know. Even there, though, isn't that kind of a that's a great question, actually. Because, isn't that kind of like a meta theme of the earth being like a biological system? When the stresses get so bad, overpopulation, Climate change, whatever the fuck, pandemics—is that what causes it to go? Fuck it, we're throwing somebody at Mars.
1: Yeah, otherwise, we have no other
0: options. Otherwise, would yeah. why would you? Why would you? Why would you eat the fish of the eye or the eye of the fish? If you weren't,
1: if you still got the filet
0: there. Yeah. If I'm coming up to you what and I, the I'm, there's an eye of a fish and there's also some garlic bread, you're going dude, fuck off give me the garlic bread, but you're on that raft. You're getting shot at by Japanese zeros. You don't know if you're getting rescued. You're going give me that fucking eye. That's the only thing that causes you to make that leap. Maybe that's what the earth is doing right now is with war and nuclear threats and lab made pandemics. That's the only way that we're that we are becoming quote unquote depressed enough as a society to go fuck it yeah put me in the tin can fire fire me at mars i don't know man
1: i mean maybe um i don't want to go yet either but
0: yeah no things are too good maybe
1: maybe in a year we'll see this inflation gets out of control yeah well that's uh, what
0: i mean like there are these things where it's like no.
1: yeah, we're, we're basically at war, a proxy war, essentially, oh, right? I oh, mean, yeah, we've what, geopolitically, it seems like we're you're reversing billion you know, 30 to years. Ukraine,
0: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, China's going to move on Taiwan. Uh, we're giving it, we're giving five million barrels of our strategic oil reserves to China and India, which not only is people are like that's stupid, I'm like, that's treasonous. I would imagine because it's all classified, just like. Uh, NORAD closing the vault doors that was actually classified for like a year and then they were like oh, okay COVID survivable and they were like okay right, hey, yeah. we but if this was like an Ebola type thing that probably would stay classified for 50 years that they'd close the doors right Yeah, yeah it's declassified now that like while the towers were still burning they actually made a direct call to the Kremlin and said hey we're going on nuclear alert but we're not attacking you this isn't first strike. These mm-hmm. like unprecedented things. I would imagine right now, like they're probably there are probably some internal metabolic national security measures going on. I would imagine they're they're buttoning up the bunkers where they filter their own air and, and filter mm-hmm. their own water and urine.
1: We're, we're definitely in a different time. That's uh,
0: what I mean. Not yeah. just not just viruses and Sputnik and Pearl Harbor or nine eleven, maybe inflation. Like they they observe all threats.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's not it's not just the, the geopolitical. I mean, it's you know you look at I don't hmm. know if you saw like with Sri Lanka there the yes their, their president he was escaping. I think on Twitter I saw a little video of him you know scurrying on a, a warship <laughs> to, to go to the Maldives. Uh, not a bad place to be though to hide. Yeah,
0: no, not at all
1: i'd love to go there someday
0: but uh yeah but yeah you got to think in all just like we're talking about all aspects of survival temperature exposure to light how, what nutrients are you getting are you getting enough gravity you, I'm, I'm sure there's probably things from like dehydration there's probably metabolic p- pathways in that same way
1: yeah it's also to- a salt too making sure you yeah, yeah salt intake uh Calcium, magnesium, the minerals—that
0: whole swath of we could just say survival inputs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the 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 national security state also observes, like they don't just go, "Are there missiles coming?" Or, Is the food line going to uh, collapse? Yeah,
1: do we have water security? Yes. Uh, energy? I I always heard for the longest time too. A lot of like ex Navy SEALs used to say that like one of our biggest threats was you know the power grid. Yeah, um, I'm sure they've taken precautions since, but
0: no, 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 it's well, uh,
1: Yeah, I it's, guess you look at Texas, right? And,
0: well, no, they're afraid of uh, something called a Carrington event. Not to be confused with my last what, name. What is tin, that? The Carrington event. Well, there was It's called the Carrington event. It was a solar flare, I think, in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. when They first kind of started having like electricity and telegrams and shit. And it basically acted as a natural EMP. And it wow. fucking fried everything, but it didn't really matter because, like, only billionaire no types had yeah. telegram. It's like Carnegie and Rockefeller were like, yeah, "Fuck, totally my did. telegrams not working." And it's like, well, yeah. everybody else is just you know shoveling cow shit and going about the death. <laughs> but if there was one right now, we'd have, we'd be done. Refrigerator done. Supermarkets out. Hospitals done. Everything communications over. Nothing. Now, NORAD. And Raven Rock and all these other things, again, Raven Rock by Garrett Graff, they're all EMP hardened, which means they're like they have they have they have concrete that's also woven with like copper mesh, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if there's an EMP, they are hardened. The rest of our grid is not hardened.
1: No, you're right. Yeah, it'd be limited people that would be saved
0: the full name of the book is Raven rock, how the U S government plans to save itself while the rest of us die. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Well, I don't know. Then
1: maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's a reason for you to go to Mars then (laughs) if we're all screwed
0: (laughs) again, it might be, maybe that's the purpose. Maybe it's, maybe that's the only, maybe that is, you know, it's like it's like the the bird kicking the baby off the off the branch and forcing it to fly. Maybe they're zoomed out supercomputer projections looking at the planet saying we're running out of resources. We have too many people. Everybody's too scared to go to another rock. Maybe the only way to do it is like, well, we got to kick them off the branch. And so they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck everything you Ukraine you're getting invaded by Russia China move on Taiwan we're gonna have food supply disruptions fuck it release a pandemic no southern border let it all go rampant censorship just let it all run that's the only way that you could guess to go all right the species has to survive fuck this place I'm riding I'm I'm riding shotgun with Elon (laughs) I don't know man and for full disclosure, these represent all my own thoughts and opinions and not, uh, and not Peter's. I don't want to, Thank you. I don't, I don't <laughs> want people. I always, every once in a while after a rant, I need to say that this is this is Tommy talking.
1: It's Peter's. okay. You got a lot of, a lot to think about there. And, um, you know, I like your national security angle as well. I, I didn't think we'd be talking about national security today. So.
0: Nobody ever, no, nobody ever suspects Raven rock. And then I bring it in. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, I don't really know how we got to this point. Um,
1: yeah. Uh we started talking about the carnivore diet and um you know talking about how how your body adapts and
0: uh, yeah nuclear war. Uh, It always yeah. comes to nuclear war. I get maybe that's my own problem. <laughs> maybe I'm the common denominator where I'm like how come so many of my episodes end up with end with nuclear bunker. Maybe that's my own projection of my own psyche of like hey everything's fucked. get to the bunker so are
1: you are you a pessimist at, at nature or would you say optimist
0: no i'm wildly optimistic okay because i just look at like we look at how bad everything is now i'm not so quick to just say it's all bad so much as i'm just say, like there are there's also something else and it's that every so what, person... what
1: started it for you was it covid that really kind of got you thinking like, you know, with conspiracies or uh, just in general, like,
0: well, well, for me, like optimism is we're also at a time in history when it seems like it's the worst it's ever been, but we're also at a time when we're all connecting and we're all texting each other and there are cameras everywhere. So is it the worst it's ever been, or are we all just aware of what it's like all over the world? if you drop cell phones down into every person's hand in 1505 by 1506, would they'd be like, it's fucked, man. The this kingdoms invading another kingdom. The black plagues over here. These, they just beheaded a King. Can you fucking, some guys just gotten a bunch of wooden ships and said, fuck you. We're going to the new world. Like I'm not so sure that it's that the world's falling apart so much. It's that we are now, we all have eyes and ears all over the world. So we're, We're we're going. Oh my God! It's like it's it's madness.
1: I mean, I think it's just. I think history often goes in cycles, like I'd say fifty-year cycles, and you know, maybe two or three hundred-year cycles. Like, say for you know, empires lasting, right? Yeah, the British Empire kind of sunsetted after (sighs) World War II, with uh, you know, they, 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 we became the reserve currency um, Mm -hmm. after them, and I think, I think we're in kind of this like end of that the last fifty-year cycle. You know, you think about inflation, right? Uh We've never seen it. I'm a millennial. I'm guessing you're a millennial too. Um, you know the the highest again, nine point one percent for the CPI today. Highest what, inflation. That's what in they're 40 telling. Us. And and that's, that's what, what they're it. telling us. Yeah. And come on, really? Yeah. Go
0: to Walmart and tell me it's your are, are your groceries nine percent? Yeah.
1: More? Exactly.
0: <laughs> fuck and, and right it's, off. It's two hundred percent.
1: And they're sly about it. You know, yeah. oftentimes it'll be like shrinkflation. I mean, even something small. I bought like a I don't know a pack of blueberries frozen the other day and. Um I was like what the heck happened did they you, like, you know it's Christ. like 25% smaller inside Oh yeah so, Oh yeah. Um yeah, sly ways of getting in there but but I think we're just you know in one of these these shifts again. We've had a pretty good run for the last 40 50 years. Yeah. You know like since Vietnam, right? I mean
0: really post World uh, War II.
1: Yeah, post World War II. I, yeah, even bringing it back Like the further, GI bill. Yeah,
0: baby boomers. Um, we kind of came back and it's
1: yeah. And, and, you know, you look at, like, World War II. I mean, I don't. I hope to God this doesn't happen, but, I mean, you look at World War II, right? The lead-up, you know, Japan started invading... Um, Indeed. You know, into, world War yeah. III might save the world. Uh, I hope... Hopefully, well, reason will prevail. Um, I, I, mean, I it hope. It doesn't happen, but...
0: I hope, but, man... <sighs> war, but it's I, tough, I, though.
1: I mean, you know, you look at, like, the Arab Spring with inflation, and, you know, that, that can cause countries to... You know, uh, governments to get overthrown, like, you know, the air of spring, was it really over democracy or
0: was it people didn't want to
1: pay more for bread?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What was it about? So, yeah.
0: I mean, I was, I was so, I remember I first was like watching it in like 2011 or wherever. I would like watch TV for a little bit during breaks from studying and I was all sucked up into it. I was like, oh, all these brave people are going out and fighting for freedom. And now looking back and I'm like, that was just a CIA fucking gangbang. That was like <laughs> ten coups for the price of one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, look at like look at Libya. So they're, I think they're still kind of split in some ways. In other countries, um, are they better off? I don't know.
0: This is my project uh, projection projection prediction. I think, Tim Fall had time, I think we're. Like cutting down on all the drilling, it has nothing to do with climate change. If, if, if this is really about climate change, we we would have been. I mean
1: like oil drilling?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, it, interesting. I if we're if, okay. if we we're really interested about energy, we'd be using nuclear. We could have been since Eisenhower. One hundred
1: percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Eisenhower um, said from what it's was the most using?
1: nutrient. De- it's the most energy dense source, right? I mean, yeah, it's it, like ten it's billion me, calories
0: per like gram of.
1: I don't know why we're not using it. It's the, the, uh, the
0: byproduct yeah. of steam. I, I Eisenhower was bringing it up his, I think his quote was,
1: it's not uh, rare either. It's, it's all, no. it's not all over the world. You can even find it in the ocean.
0: Well, that's, and that's the crazier thing. The only thing more efficient than uh, fission reactors are fusion reactors. Fusion reactors don't even run on plutonium. They run on deuterium in seawater. Wow. <laughs> the ocean. That's your gas yeah. tank. But. So uh, that rant aside, it's no, if it was really about energy, we would have under Eisenhower's Atoms for Peace, we would have been creating, quote, energy too cheap to meter. So it's not that. What I think it is, and mind you, this is someone that just spent an hour screaming about, you know, eating fish eyes in the middle of the ocean. So don't, it's not, (laughs) this isn't set in stone. Stop all the oil production. Stop the pipelines. Destabilize shit gas prices go through the roof people are going to be driving i was just up with family and fourth of july for the first time ever in my life i heard people saying like dude i only go to work like when i have to like i can't afford to you drive it up you choke everyone out and then like the hegelian dialectic reaction or problem solution you offer electric cars which isn't anything new which okay so What do electric cars run? What what are the batteries? The batteries are made of rare earth minerals. Mm -hmm. Where's the greatest density of rare earth minerals? Uh, (laughs) Afghanistan. I think
1: I was going to say the Congo, but okay.
0: Yeah. I I, I know for at least lithium is there. All right. Congo, whatever.
1: No, no. I've heard the same thing with Afghanistan being very, very high too.
0: I think we're replacing the petrodollar with the rare earth dollar. And that's just, that's going to open up the next century of justifications of wars. We got to go. We got it. We, we have to secure oil supplies. We can't let the Soviet union get it. But
1: up. how, how rare are our well,
0: I suppose marginally rare. I, I can't, I honestly can't intellectually answer that question.
1: Cause I, the, so I've heard before that it's a lot of times it's often like byproducts. So like, you know, let's say you have a gold mine or a copper sure. mine or a, you know, um, or uranium even that you can still get rare earth sometimes. Um, I'm not I'm not really sure about that,
0: but or maybe this is a long a long con uh Chinese like checkmate because they have thirty percent of the world's rare earth minerals, but ninety percent of the trade. And it's because mm. theirs are closer to the surface and I guess more.
1: It's easier pure, to, pure, to get. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
0: Get everyone on cars and now they're the new Saudis, right? But Mm -hmm. Saudis were the original Saudis and we still had a bigger military than them. We just made sure to get our oil from them. We just made sure to be in bed with the royal family. I think they're because like if, if we go and do another war, and like for oil, like you can't really pull that one again. Everyone's like, all right, the last, all right, the last couple of decades, Vietnam was all it's right. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's like we we're, unless we have like
1: a long gap or something and people
0: yeah. think generations change. But we're, and, but the difference with like the whole cycles of empires is there's never been an empire with such a massive military force at the end of its life. Normally they're spread really thin and they're dying and they're withering on the vine. We're this massive military. We're the guy starving. And he's in a grocery store and he's the only one with a shotgun. He's going, I don't have any money, but I'm also the only one with a gun. So I'm going to go grocery shopping. (laughs) We're kind of in a weird spot where it's like the empire is falling. The U.S. dollar is worthless as we're inflating it. Fuck around and find out who's going to. You know, who tells the U.S.? I know I'm not. Everyone you know.
1: else is, isn't doing much better, though. Yeah, you that's know, I true. Mean, a lot of other countries are, are indebted. China has that, like, debt to GDP for housing or whatever is so high. Yeah. Australia has insane housing prices. Um,
0: I think, honestly, I, I hate that. I think it's coming down to, like, World War III. And it's just going to reset everything. You can clear all the debts when the whole world's at war and you kill most of the people. I hope it doesn't get to that. I mean, I, I don't want it. I don't, I don't, but, yeah. Hey, full disclosure. I don't want that to happen. It but, seems I mean, like I think I...
1: often people forget though. I mean, you look at, you know, the the whole history, right, of the world and there's been, unfortunately, a lot of war, a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, we think we, we're getting better, but I think our software, you know, it doesn't always change.
0: No. As Dale Comstock, the Delta Force guy I have on here, always says, We are nothing more than the warring ape. That's all we are. That's well said. And we can look at it and go, well, no, we're more sophisticated. The The second biggest war in the world was 100 years ago. The first biggest war in the world ended 77 years ago. In the history of man, number one and number two are right in there where you that's whatever makes
1: sense to me how, <laughs> how quick we're, we go from world war one and we're, we go never again you know we try to make this league of nations with yeah. Richard wilson yeah and then and then boom world war ii and it's way worse yeah um, and we're
0: going never again it can't happen there's nuclear weapons now it would never happen i i don't know man leading up to world war one uh blueprints for armageddon by uh dan carlin there's an awesome six part series on it. Leading up to World War One, you could almost take the headlines and they're like identical to now. They're like the world couldn't be at war. We're too interconnected. And it's like, <laughs> man is too civil. And it's like with air travel they, and, Yeah, they
1: said about that, right? With Germany, oh, yeah. we're so interconnected economically. Germany and the you know, and the UK. Yeah, and then they and they even had the, the royal family, right? Like yeah. technically German. Yeah, uh, and then they got out go like
0: the Maxim machine guns like the hand cranked automatics and the water cooled Vickers and they were like we couldn't do war look at what happened the, the guns are rapid fire now <laughs> uh, lol <laughs> right we get to World War II and we're like there couldn't possibly be war because now our planes can fly over oceans without refueling Curtis May in Japan lol I'm gonna burn it to the ground now it's like there couldn't be war we have thermonuclear have warheads yeah. onto ICBMs which can travel anywhere in the world from orbit in 30 minutes. Uh, I don't know.
1: I mean, if we, if we have another one, I, I, unfortunately it seems like it'd probably be worse than world war two.
0: It would be the, it would be the worst one. It would be the end, which again, is my final plug for Raven rock by Garrett Graff. And uh, <laughs> Peter, man, I enjoyed this. Let's wrap this one up. I'd love to do one with you again. Yeah, thank you. Um, maybe for having we, me. maybe we'll focus back on your blog and less on uh, the end of the world. But uh, yeah, we both I, are optimists, though.
1: Yeah, I am. I, I
0: I I all jokes aside, I I thoroughly am. My logic is: we got through World War One. We got the fact that we're here talking about it. We got through the Cuban Missile Crisis. We got through the lesser-known Able Archer in '83. We got through 9/11. We got through '08. We got through COVID. We're still here. We're here. That which exists tends to persist. I'm thinking we're I don't know what form it will be, but I am optimistic that we will keep trudging forward. Because why be pessimistic? As Elon Musk says, I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. Because then mm-hmm. why get out of bed?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, having me. I'll send this to you when it's up send me all the links you want in the email and I'll copy and paste it and put it in the description. And, uh, I'd love to do another one sometime, man. Okay. Sure. All right, buddy. Great. God bless. Take care.